Welcome to the CSB Collaborative. I'm Luke Brady, President of Community Savings Bank. I'm excited to host this episode of the CSB Collaborative. Today, I'm happy to have Mike Schulte back with us from the band The Pork Tornadoes. Mike was our first ever guest here on the CSB Collaborative. He's back to talk about the second year of the Manchester Mania event, the housing market, and an exciting milestone for the band, their 15-year anniversary. Welcome back, Mike. Happy to be here. So I'm the only repeat guest. You are. How many episodes have we done so far? I believe this is 10. So I was, so every 10 episodes I have to come back is what you're saying. Well, <laughs> certainly. I'd love to have you back. Awesome. <laughs> Just let's go ahead and plan it. Yeah, that'd be great. So, uh, Mike, how has the past year been for your band, The Pork Tornadoes? Oh, man, since we, la- I guess it's been probably a year since we last talked at this point, right? Yep. It's been wild. You know, like, uh, I feel like. This time last year, last summer was the first full year where we've maybe come out of this, whatever COVID was, and we've come into this, like, everyone is back and everybody wants, and and all these town festivals have all this money built up that they want to (laughs) spend, and people want to get out and get crazy. And last summer was hands down our craziest, busiest summer ever. And I feel like things have come back to normal now. You know, like, now it's people forgetting what it was like to not have live music just being like, I'm bored. I'm just going to stay home. I don't want to go. So it's been this, it's been this fight now to like get people to remember like, Hey, we had a weird 2020, 2021. You got to enjoy what you have. You got to get out. So people are back. We've already forgotten about that. They're already back in their, their home going, I just want to watch Netflix tonight. So it's been a wild year. It's been highs and lows and rainouts and snowstorms and, broken uh, truck trailers and you know you just you take the good with the bad in this band yeah that's awesome um is there any moments that stuck out in your mind from the last year you know uh there was a lot of there was a lot of crazy stuff right first of all i mean manchester mania was incredible that was our that was what we were talking about the last time we were here that was awesome we um we did a lot of fly out corporate events uh in the last year where um you know a company will hire us to come play like a private party. Sure. We did one in Orlando. We did one in Long Beach, California, where it's pretty, if you want to talk about being a rock star, that's about as rock star as it gets. Sure. Do you, you need a roadie for that? We, <laughs> yes, we need a roadie. Literally, we get on it. We pack a bag. We get on a plane. We arrive. All of our stuff is there already. Everything's set up. We play. We leave. And wow. I mean, like, it's it. those are really, really fun gigs, especially in the middle of winter when you're going to Orlando and it's February. Mm-hmm. You can't really beat that that yeah that's awesome how about uh, any shows around here that stick out in your mind yeah i'll tell you what uh two in cedar rapids um, you had one recently yeah, yeah we we just played at mcgrath amphitheater and i'm pretty sure that was probably one of my all-time favorite shows that we've done it was one of those moments where everything just like you know months and months and months of planning and the weather looks bad and then all of a sudden the weather gets fine and everyone shows sure. up and it was it was a that was an incredible show. Great. Yeah. Well that's that's just awesome to have that kind of success and, and have those big shows going on. <laughs> oh, we love it. Maybe share some new and exciting things you have going on in the coming year. Yeah, I, I mean the schedule's already full. We're we're booked through the end of the year. Next summer is already starting to book up, which is kind of daunting to think about that that you can already look ahead to next summer and go, well, yeah, we're playing on that day and that day and that day, and and you know we're doing a lot of new markets. We're going to be in um, Omaha, Sioux City. Uh, um, where else? Quad Cities. There's an amazing venue there called the Rust Belt. If you haven't gone to a show there, it's it's amazing. Uh, we're gonna be back up in like Minneapolis, Madison over the winter time. So yeah, we got a lot of good lot of good stuff planned. 
Awesome. So I know our team here at, at Community Savings Bank has been putting together some giveaways for this year's event, Manchester Mania. I think I've heard the words uh, beach balls and giveaways from our marketing department. The event will be back at the fairgrounds again. Can they get tickets just as easily as they did last year? And how do you do that? Yeah, same thing. So, I mean, you can go online and you can purchase them. You can go to either porktornadoes.com or I think it's what, De- DelawareCoFair.com. Mm-hmm. And you can purchase them very slick, very easy, not many online fees with the website that they use. You can definitely walk up the day of the show to buy, uh, but I think it's like 6 or 7 or $8 more the sure. day of show. So one of the cool things that I can tell people is that, you know, if you're a national touring act, you've got all these shows in a row. And if, and if one show doesn't go well, oh, well, you'll make it up in another town. But when you're, when you're a local band like us that is trying to put on a fun event for the community, we're, we're in the hole like 20 grand when we sign on the dotted line to put on a show like this. So, sure. so by people not just waiting to the last day, by people going out and buying tickets and we're seeing that ticket number go up and we're slowly starting to work towards getting back in the green that is an important, important thing for, for local. Like, you know, if you're talking about supporting local, this is a 100% local event. Like we've got local at hometown hero kids coming back to town to play, yep. supporting the community. I know a lot of people come from out of town and stay in hotels and go to restaurants in Manchester. So sure. like, yeah, going online to porktornadoes.com or, or DelawareCoFair.com and buying those, I mean, that's just a huge way to support us. That's awesome. So we briefly talked about uh, this is the 15 years of the Pork Tornadoes. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, it's actually kind of wild. I mean, to think back of the band was started in Cedar Falls, Iowa, and it was just like friends getting together so that we could enjoy beers on stage and play in front of our friends, right? Sure. Feel like a rock star for a couple hours. And I don't think anybody could have in their wildest dreams imagined that the band could have made it this long especially with a terrible name like the Pork Tornadoes, right? Like you don't you don't select that name for a band if you think you're going to last for 15 years. You just don't do that. <laughs> so uh, it's, you know, and I wasn't always in the band. Um, Mason Grieve of Manchester, Corey Talbot of Ames, they started the band when they met mm-hmm. in, at, in Cedar Falls at University of Northern Iowa. Sure. And they started it. They kind of went through a couple different drummers, a couple different guitarists and stuff like that. And I joined, I think it's been about 11 years now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I've, I've been in the band the majority of the time, but yep. it's even 11 years is wild. Yep. Yeah. That's a long time, but you've had a lot of success. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of broken drumsticks and long nights and, yeah, lots of people. Overall of that span, do you have one specific moment that uh, sticks out the most? That's so tough, man. <laughs> because, I mean, you know, you if you say one moment that sticks out, I mean, that could go anyway. That could go. There's <laughs> been, some, good or bad, there's yeah. been <laughs> some very negative moments that have happened, too, that my brain goes to. But I won't, I won't share those on this. I think, you know what? Um, me being from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, when we... So I'll, I'll tell you a story. We were just kind of a bar band in Cedar Falls. When everybody started graduating from Cedar Falls, then, then the club, the, the hub closed, then gingers burned down. We didn't really have anywhere to play. So I was kind of the guy that said, let's, you know, all these fans of ours have now graduated. They've moved to Cedar Rapids. They moved to Des Moines. They've moved here. Mm-hmm. I bet we could start playing in bars in those towns and we could have some people come out and see us and sure so we started playing in cedar rapids and it was slow going it was like 
one time we played for nobody down in Czech village. If you can even imagine that a free show, not one person was there for like an hour and a half. (laughs) And, and so slowly we caught some fire and we ended up selling out a bar like two, two months in a row. We played there and it was like one in one out. And we're like, okay, I think we hit it. This is my hometown. Like we got to go big. And so we booked the Paramount theater, which is, you go from a bar of 300 people (laughs) to 2000 people. That's a daunting task. And year one was great. It was a success, but we didn't sell it out. But year two, we ended up selling out the Paramount Theater in Cedar Rapids as a just a local cover band, 2,000 people. Yeah. And that was where I saw my first concert ever when I was 14 years old going, oh, man, wouldn't that be just like crazy? And who was that? It was Collective Soul oh, when wow. I was 14 years old. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, man, wouldn't it just be cool to like be on that stage? I wonder what it feels like. And, and there we are in my hometown, yeah. sold out show. On that stage where I saw my first concert, I think that was like uh, that was probably one of the craziest moments of my life. Yeah, that's awesome. Now you do that what two times a year? We or? do. We usually do two shows in Cedar Rapids. We yep. do the like an indoor Paramount Theater show and then yep. an outdoor McGrath type show. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Anything special to celebrate the big anniversary you got going? No, Mason wants to buy um, really expensive watches. Okay. You know, you know, like, you know, you get a watch for like your tenure at a sure. job. He's like, we should all buy really expensive watches. We're all like, sounds like a dumb idea. He's like, what? 15 years of being in a band. No, we don't, we don't really have anything planned. I mean, just knowing that we're continuing on, I think is, is sure. a gift enough, you know, now, someday this will end and that'll be kind of a weird moment. But you know, the fact of the matter is like 15, what is 15? Let's go for 20, you know, sure. like, let's keep pushing. I think that's the gift. That's that, the plan. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> As most of our listeners probably know, Mike isn't just a musician. He's also a real estate agent. Could you give us an insight into the housing market right now? I know uh, last year you had some great info for our listeners. Yeah, it's kind of um, it's kind of weird, right? So last year was year two of that insane, just major value increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, put a sign in the yard, you'll have 20 offers in an hour kind of a thing. And we all knew that wouldn't last, and it definitely hasn't. I mean, we ha- I feel like 2023 was a lot more of a, of a normal year. You know, like go sure. back to 2019, 2018, where, where it's kind of quiet from January to March. Finally, the snow melts. Yep. March to May is like crazy spring market. June, July dips a little bit. August, September, October is a final push, and then it dies out again for the end of the year. And I feel like that's what's happening, mm-hmm. which is fine because you couldn't sustain what was happening there. No. It was such a terrible – I hated it as a real estate agent. <laughs> People were like, isn't it so cool? You just – you get a listing, and, like, it's basically already sold. And I didn't like it because you'd have 20 – your entire day is shot, first of all. If you, sure. if you listed on Tuesday morning – the rest of your day is over. You are just answering phone calls and emails <laughs> and telling people, yeah, I already have five offers. Okay. I already have seven. When, when, when's the response time? I don't know. I got to talk to the seller. So then you get the, the, all the offers, you close the bid period. Now you have to make 19 phone calls to another agent to say, sorry, you lost. <laughs> and, and, and sorry, your buyers lost uh-huh. their seventh offer in a row, you know, and they're and, depressed. And yeah. 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 And, and the only person that wins, it's not the buyer that wins the offer because they 100% overpaid for that house. Sure. Like they, and you told them that you go, I don't like this. Uh-huh. Uh, you're writing an offer for $40,000 over asking no inspections and you'll cover an appraisal sure. gap. They're like, <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. And they're like, well, I want it. Yeah. And so the only one that wins is the seller, but then the seller 
goes and buys a new house and takes all that extra money and and does the throws, same thing. And does the same thing. <laughs> so I like I did not like what was happening there, and it was great. One one cool thing is I do think it corrected our value. Good. In, in Iowa, we've always had this like low. You know, people would go, "Oh my God, that house is one hundred thirty thousand dollars. That would be that'd be seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in Arizona or whatever." Sure. We're not there, but I do think we've we've come up to where it, they should be based on a nationwide average. And I'd say that same thing even goes from small towns to a yeah. larger town in Iowa yeah. with Cedar Rapids. There yeah. was even lesser values that got bumped up to yeah. more of a regular just, price. Just, like, just give yeah. us a little bit more, right? You know, yeah. we had those big influxes in like the 90s where my dad bought his first house in 81 for like 30,000. And yeah. then they went, yep. and then they kind of stayed. So now I feel like we had another jump and hopefully that's just good for everybody, you know? I agree. Yeah. That's pretty wild. So, uh, how different being a real estate is to being a musician? Is there any skills you've learned while being a musician that you're able to bring into your career in real estate? Yeah, I think, um, being a musician is kind of winging it, right? It's kind of, uh, creating a, a pathway in a, in a, in a crowded area. Right. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many bands, there's so many musicians, there are so many real estate agents. I think there's 800 in Lynn County. That's mind blowing. Right. That's wild. Yeah. Right. Just like, just like banks, the, how many banks are there? How many mortgage lenders are there? There's so many. Yep. And so you can't just do the same thing. You can't just go, well, that agent does this kind of advertising. So I'll do that kind of advertising. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I learned in the music world was that if the pork tornadoes wanted to go and do something no one else has ever done, we got to do it different. Yeah. We can't follow the same path, right? Sure. You, you play a lot of songs that mm-hmm. are cover songs, but you don't always play them exactly yeah. like the original artist did. Yep. And we don't play Don't Stop Believing" and American <laughs> Girl and, you know, uh, yep. Mary Jane's Light. We don't play the song, the safe songs that everyone plays. Uh-huh. We said, no, we're going to do something different. I think that's how... I truthfully believe I've kind of made my mark in real estate is like, I mean, look at me, I'm long hair, beard guy, <laughs> tattoos on my arms and stuff. And and so like, if you don't like, if you find a problem with that, then I don't care. I just don't want to work with you. Right. <laughs> I want you to value me for my skills and thinking outside of the box. Sure. And, and I think that's where I've, yeah, I've definitely lost some clients that I probably could have picked up over the years, but I've gained my, my business 15 years in is all repeat repeat customers and referrals. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it. Cause I've done a good job. I focused on them, did a good job so that they would come back. And that's the same as music. If you put on a good show and you provide value, they will come back and see you again. Well, yeah, we're having you back for a second time at the Manchester yeah, Mania. Yeah. So <laughs> through your experiences in both of these fields, have you been able to, to discover your own sense of community in both, you know, we kind of alluded to this in the last question, but you know, your, your band has, it's like following yeah. is, is you see a lot of people traveling around mm-hmm. and, and coming to them city after city, not just in the one that they live in. Yeah. That's, that's probably the coolest thing is that a lot of these people will like, you know, I know for a fact, there's probably already 20, 30 people that are coming from outside of Manchester mm-hmm. to to Manchester on Labor Day weekend to get hotels, buy food at local restaurants, hang around town and see the show when, sure. when they could just stay in their own town and we'll eventually get there. But they they feel that sense of community and belonging. And sure. I think we've always created that. And in our band is just come, come as you are, have a fun time. No one's going to judge you. No one's going to 
think you're weird for singing along sure. with a song or wearing something. And yeah, I think that's been a really cool sense. I real estate to me is a little different though, you know, cause like I, I used to be very involved in the community of real estate of like com- being on committees and, and going to realtor events and stuff. And I've, I've very much backed away from all that more of a personal preference of just, I got a lot of stuff going on sure. and I have a baby now and I, I just want to spend time at home. But, but my, I have taken that from the pork tornadoes world of like, make sure my clients understand that they can, they can call me at any time. Yep. Four years later. Oh, you got it. You're looking for a plumber. Cause something happened. Call me up. I, I know someone. So, so that's, I hope that that sense of community uh, kind yep. of comes through in that. I know the uh, economic impact of you guys coming to Manchester should be should be good for the bars, restaurants, and hotels, yep. like you talked about. I know that uh, that sort of thing can play really big into uh, economics of a city. Yep. Um, so it's good to have you back. I know it, an example of that is uh, I think in Taylor Swift played in Chicago, yep. and I think the hotel rate in Chicago had its highest occupancy rate. Isn't that crazy? Ever possibly is the way I heard it. So. Maybe we're doing the same thing for Manchester. Maybe we're not giving you your highest so, ever yeah. or anything like that. But. Well, Manchester could be. So let's book your hotel room there now. <laughs> yeah, book it now. I mean, the one thing of our crowd is they they uh, they do like to spend money. You know, sure. they, they will show up and they will drink a lot and they will eat a lot and and indulge and have fun. So we're 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 proud of of our time spent in Manchester. This will be our third show there. Now we did the Fireman's Ball our firemen's like convention, Con- convention or whatever, yep. in 2019. Then we decided to do Manchester mania again last year. And, and it was an instantaneous, like, this is awesome. We need to do this again. Cause you know, small town, Iowa, if you, if you want to call Manchester, small town, Iowa, I know some people would call that even a bigger town, but sure to me, it's very small <laughs> town, but you know, that, that anywhere from that 5,000 to like 15,000 people city, that is the lifeblood of Iowa. And, and like, keeping fun things happening there and having younger people want to stay there or come back and visit has been our thing. Like whenever you hire us for a, a small town festival, you're taking a risk, right? You're, you're not going the safe route of having Bill and Johnny Johnson's classic rock show that's played every, for the last yep. 30 years. Yep. You're, you're pissing off an older crowd by bringing the pork tornadoes. But what you're doing is you're showing value to the younger generation of how fun their town event is. Yep. And, and, and that's if, do you want this, this town festival to survive? Sure. If you do, it's time to make changes. Uh, Someday you're going to look at the pork tornadoes and be like, we got to get rid of those guys. Like we got to bring in new, new lifeblood. And that's fine if that ever happens. Uh, But we're kind of that band saying it's time to spend more money. It's time to upgrade everything because people will come and they'll spend money. And so not that that's what Manchester mania is. This is kind of our own show, but I do feel like it's the same thing. Like let's provide something cool and unique and fun. And last year was incredible. So we're, we're pumped to do it again. Getting off the realtor and uh, Manchester Mania for a second, you had your own uh, podcast, uh, Confused Breakfast. Could you tell us a little bit about what's going on there? Yeah, this will be, gosh, by the time we hit the end of it, September, it'll be our third year mm-hmm. where we've put out an episode every week, never missed, for three years. And it's been a wild ride. You know, it started off as a COVID project of just like, I'm bored. I need, <laughs> I need creative things to do. And then it turned into, uh, oh, okay, people kind of like this, and we'll just keep going. And then we hit some viral videos on TikTok. 
that led to a famous comedian, Burt Kreischer, inviting us out to his house in LA to be on his podcast, which led to even more views, which led to us being signed by like a, a advertising agency that, that hosts us and, wow. and sells all of our ads. So we're, we're in the process of trying to make this like a, a full-time gig almost. That's not awesome. there yet, but uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's been wild. It's been a wild ride. I listened to you an episode on the way down here. Started listening to your Rocky, Rocky. Rocky that came out today. Do you like my intro of that? I was the, the ring announcer going. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, we talk about uh, classic movies. If you like, if you like movies from the eighties, nineties, early two thousands, and you like to quote them, and you like to, you had that movie as a kid that you watched over and over and over and over, and you know everything about it. We are the podcast for you. Sure. We, we talk about it nostalgically, but then we'll go back and say, okay. For real though, strip away the the nostalgia vibes. This is mm-hmm. not a good movie, right? Like, yeah. you know, or, or sometimes it's better than it was. Sometimes it's much worse than it was. Sure, so we have a, we have a lot of fun talking about old movies. Yeah, a lot of interesting facts come out during yeah, that right? Yeah, stuff you would never think about. So, <laughs> I'm an avid listener of it. Awesome, thank yeah. you. So you've also uh, you've added a new member to your family as well. What's life uh, like balancing that uh, being a new dad along with being real estate agent, <laughs> a musician, and a podcaster? I lived my life on the edge of chaos my entire <laughs> life. Like right here's the line of chaos. I was right underneath it, and never really, never really went across that line much. But uh, then I had a baby 13 months ago, and the line I've never gone below the chaos line. My life is pure nuts chaos, but it's like fun, right? It's, uh, we weren't, we didn't think we were going to have a kid, uh, not, not by like it more by choice. Like we were just like, nah, that's not for us kind of a thing. Sure. And we did. And it's an incredible thing, but it's also tough. You know, you're, I have a very non-traditional life. I don't, I don't leave at 8am on Monday and come home at 5pm and then I'm home all weekend. I'm kind of Always everywhere. Always everywhere. Always nowhere. Always at the same time. And so it's it's been a little tough to balance that. But uh, my wife's incredible. Uh, she very much understands that everything I'm doing is for the the family, you know, and, and yep. creating income. And it's not like we're uh, if if we would have been the pork tornadoes of old, where we were just making twenty bucks a piece to play for five hours in a bar. This whole thing would have ended <laughs> a long time ago. There's no way to do that. But you know, this is a career. The pork tornadoes is a career. The podcast confused breakfast is a career. Real estate is a career. So it's have, being a dad is kind of a career too. You got four it's, jobs. Yeah. I have four jobs right now and I'm trying to balance them. And I feel like, I feel like things are, she's walking now. So that's even tougher, but, uh, <laughs> but it's also more fun. Like you yep. want to spend more time. So yeah, it's, it's wild. That's a, that's awesome. <laughs> Well, I don't know about any, anyone else, but I'm getting excited for the pork tornadoes coming up here. Uh, where can people get more information again about your upcoming performance? I know it's September yep. 3rd. It's Labor Day Sunday, September 3rd, Manchester. It's at the Delaware County Fairgrounds. Uh, we've got a huge show planned. We, we're going big time production. We've got pretty much every decade and every genre of music covered. We're bringing a band from Minnesota called The Hype that is easily the best classic rock band you've ever heard in your sure. entire life. They are unbelievable and they're going to blow people away. What we, sort of bands do they cover? Uh, they do like Bon Jovi, Aerosmith, you know, um, Def Leppard. Like they, they pick them and they really to a T just nail it mm-hmm. almost better than anyone I've ever heard. That's awesome. And uh, Casey Klein, hometown Manchester boy is going to be open the show again and pork tornadoes as well. 
Tickets can be found at porktornadoes.com or delawarecofair.com. We urge you to buy it um, early just because it, it helps everybody out. We know you're coming. You know you're coming. Everyone you know is going to be there. So just buy them now. Yep. That's, that's the best way to do it. And honestly, we can't thank you guys enough for sponsoring it because it's not possible for us to do things like this at the level we want to do them without local sponsorships. Sure. And for you guys to step up two years in a row, I mean, that's a – it's a wild thing for us, and and we we just are so thankful. So. Yeah, I remember we get done with the show last year, and we're looking each other, look at each other, and we're like, we're doing that again, right? Let's do it again. Shake my hand. Let's do yeah, it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was last year was so great, and 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 we're we're excited. It's sort of that end of summer, right? Like, yeah, we've all made it through. The weather's cooling off a little bit. Ah, we can all take a deep breath, have sure. one last party before we all have to go inside for the cold winter. So, <laughs> yep. yeah. That's great. Well, thanks for coming back to the CSB Collaborative Podcast. It was great talking to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of CSB Collaborative. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. CSB Collaborative can be found on Apple Music, Spotify, our website, or whatever method you're using to listen to us right now. See you next time. Community Savings Bank is a member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Learn more at www.csbiowa.com.